Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 389 for the 22nd of Kislev in a regular year. Take a moment and think about the people that you know in your life. And who can you think of that when you think of them, you think to yourself, this person is living the right way. What is it about that person that makes you say that? Is it that they are a nice person? Well, maybe, maybe they're nice. Hopefully they're a nice person, but that's not all that there is to it, right? Um, those of us that are in Shaduchim or, you know, who are in the process of dating know that when somebody tells you that a person is a nice person, uh, you know, that's kind of like, just like a catchphrase. It doesn't really mean very much. And sometimes it's almost a cover up for some of the other things about them that might not be the greatest. Like, oh yes, that person. Yeah, they're, they're very nice, you know? Um, is it that they are a successful person? I mean, maybe, you know, maybe they're successful in their business or whatever, but what is it? What is it that makes, makes us think about somebody that this person, yeah, that person, they're living the right way. They're doing the right thing. They're, they're doing, is it that they're very religious? Is that, is that what it is? Is it being like really super from, you know, is that what it is? Um, so Today, we're going to explore this topic. We're going to really get into what is the right way to live? How are we meant to live our lives? Uh, What mentality should we have? What orientation should we have? Uh, And and what is the Ultra Rebbe's take on all of this? As we'll see, which is the case with many of these entries in the Tanya, uh, today we're actually going to be left with more questions than answers, <laughs> um, but that's okay. So it's sort of going to hopefully whet your appetite to learn more. But today we're going to be introduced to a bunch of different terms, terms having to do with goodness, with badness, with uh, categories of people and what all these things mean. And we're, we're going to kind of lay out the framework through which the Ultra Rebbe is going to come to answer this question, to address this question of how we are supposed to live our lives. What does God expect from us out of our lives? And we're actually going to be left with a huge cliffhanger um, concerning a certain rabbi named Rava, who considered himself to be what we call a Benoni, which can be loosely translated to mean an intermediate person, which meant that he sort of saw himself as not the best, not the worst, somewhere in the middle. And like, and he at the time was a very, very righteous man. So how could it be that someone like him uh, thought of himself as being this like sort of in this intermediate kind of space. And what does that say for the rest of us? What does this mean? What does this category mean? So there's going to be a good amount of source material in today's episode. Uh, so bear with it. And I'll try to present this as clearly as possible. And uh, and the ultra is going to bring up different sources that uh, that refer to these different 
categories of people, a righteous person, a tzaddik, and a rasha, a, a wicked person. And then there's this third category of a benoni, an intermediate person. And looking at this source material, it seems some of them seem kind of contradictory. And it's kind of, you know, there's a, there, there's a good amount of confusion as to what the definition of these terms are. And so the ultra is going to be, try to sort through it all. And But today, he's going to just kind of lay out the framework of what these sources say. So he begins by bringing up a, um, a citation from the Gemara, from Masachat Nida, on page 30b, which is at the end of chapter 3 of Masachat Nida, where we learn that an oath is given to all of us, all of us Jews, before we're born. Um, and this oath says, be righteous, do not be wicked. And even if the whole world tells you that you're righteous, you should always, always see yourself as wicked. So first of all, that itself is kind of strange and um, and might make you go like, huh? You know, so on the one hand, it's this oath is telling us that we should be righteous. We should be a tzaddik um, and not be a rasha. But yet our entire lives, we should see ourselves as a rasha. So how could both of these two things be true at the same time? How could it be that we were supposed to be a tzaddik, but we're also supposed to see ourselves as a, as a rasha? It's like how... How do these two things coexist? That's the first question. And then this question gets even stronger when we look at the at the Mishnah in Perke Avos, where it clearly says there, it says explicitly, do not be wicked in your own eyes. So now we're really confused. Is it, are we supposed to be, see ourselves as being wicked or are we not supposed to see ourselves as being wicked? And now another issue comes up with considering yourself to be a Russian, considering yourself to be a bad, evil person. Um, so two things might happen if we have this frame of mind. Um, on the one hand, this could lead us to feeling depressed, feeling really down and out about ourselves, which is not good, especially because we know that we're supposed to serve God with joy. And that's a that's a very big basic principle in Judaism is to serve God with joy. And we can't do this if we're feeling depressed. And on the other hand, if it doesn't make us depressed, this is also a problem. Because if you think of yourself as a horrible person, if you think like, yeah, I'm just a bad person, but whatever, you know, and it's like, I'm not going to let it get me down. That's not very good either. That's like a very, that could live, lead to, for frivolity could lead to kind of like you know like who cares what I do because I'm just a bad person anyways you can think about this practically like think about um you know uh, children sometimes that are told uh, over and over by by parents or by teachers that they're bad like bad boy bad boy you know which we know now with with the modern psychology that's not good thing to do that you shouldn't praise kids um say good boy good girl you know, uh, or bad boy, bad girl, but actually you should praise their actions or, or tell them that their actions aren't good. But if you did have a child that was told constantly that they're just bad, that they're bad, bad, then they, they start to, um, embody this. They start to really internalize this idea. And this, again, this can lead to two things, right? Either it's going to make them really depressed and it make them really low and down and like, just feel like despondent and kind of get into this state of, learned helplessness, as they call it in, in uh, psychology, that there's just no hope of them getting any better. Or they can kind of embrace it and be like, yeah, I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad girl. I'm going to just do whatever I want. And nobody's going to stop me because this is who I am. And this is my identity. And we know that both of those things are bad, right? So if this is true, so how could it be that the Gemara is telling us that we should be, um, that we should be considering ourselves to be a Russia, that we should think of ourselves as this bad, wicked person. Like what, what is the Gemara talking about? Especially because the Gemara at the same time says that we have to be at Saudi. Okay. So to understand all of this, the ultra Rebbe 
shows us that in the Gemara, there's actually five categories of people that are outlined in the Gemara. Category number one is a tzaddik v'tovla, it's called, which can loosely, loosely be translated to mean a righteous person who it is good for him. Category number two is tzaddik v'ralo, loosely translated as being a righteous person who it is bad for him. Category number three, rasha v'tovla, that's a, a wicked person who it is good for him. Category number four is a rasha v'ralo, that's a wicked person who it is bad for him. And then the fifth category is what's known as a benoni, or intermediate person. So how does the Gemara explain all of this? So the Gemara says that a tzaddik v'tovlo, a, a righteous person who is good for him, this is a complete tzaddik. A tzaddik v'ralo, a righteous person who is bad for him, this is an incomplete tzaddik. So what does this mean? Complete tzaddik, incomplete tzaddik, what do these terms mean? It all requires a lot more elaboration. So looking at some other source material here, we see that in the Ram Ahemna, which is a Kabbalistic sefer uh, that is part of the Zohar in, and in Parshas Mishpatim in the Ram Ahemna, then we see that there's another allusion to the tzaddik, and specifically the tzaddik v'ralo, the tzaddik v'ralo, the, the incomplete tzaddik, the, um, what, what the Gemara calls the incomplete tzaddik, or the, the tzaddik that it is bad for him. This means that the evil within them is subjugated to the good within them. Okay. And then we also find that in the Gemara, at the end of the ninth chapter of Brachos, it's, it, it also talks about this tzaddikim or shaim, righteous people, wicked people. It says that in the case of tzaddikim, then their yitzir tov rules over them, meaning their uh, good inclination rules over them. And in the case of Rashaim, then their evil inclination rules over them. And in the case of benonim, the intermediate people, both of them rule over them. So that's a lot of categorization, a lot of things to, to unpack, a lot to unpack, and the Altar Abed will kind of make sense all of this in, in the coming uh, days. But now he makes this, he, he brings up a specific example of where we find a, a particular person who considered themselves to be an any, and this is going to make us even more confused, bring up bring up even more questions. So it's taught that in the Gemara, there was, there was a great sage named Raba, and Raba said in speaking about a Benoni, he said, you want to know what a Benoni is? I'm an example of a Benoni. I'm an example of this intermediate person. To which Rabbah's student and his nephew actually as well, Abai replied, you're not letting anybody live. <laughs> so meaning to say, what is he saying by that? He's saying, if you're saying you, Rabbah, who's like such a righteous person who we all look up to, you're saying you're a Benoni, you're, you're an intermediate man. Where does this leave the rest of us? Like, what, what does that mean that we all are? Okay, so to help us understand that, but actually to add a little bit more confusion into the mix, we're actually going to look at another teaching in the Gemara, this time from Bava Batra, page, um, chapter 1, page 16a, where there's a discussion about Eov, Job, and, it's, and it speaks about how Eov uh, declared to Hashem, he said, God, Rebun master of the universe, you created Tzadikim and you created Rashaim, you created righteous people and you created wicked people. Um, and this is strange because like, this seems to be implying that God decides who's going to be righteous, who's going to be wicked. Like where is free will in this mix? If God's just saying like, you're going to be a righteous person, you're going to be a wicked person. Um, what is that due to our free will? Don't, isn't a basic precept of Judaism that we get to decide if we're, if we're good or bad. So we have a lot of questions here. What is a tzaddik? What is a rasha? And what is this weird category of a benoni that Rabbah thought himself to be this category of the intermediate person? 
so now the Altareba shifts the focus onto this category of the Benoni, which is, as we'll see, this is the uh, the lead character in this book. This book, after all, is called Schaefer, Safer Shell Benonim. That's another an alternate name for the Tanya, is the book of the intermediate person, which means that this character of the Benoni plays a huge role in um, in Chesedes and in the Tanya uh, and in terms of relevance to us. So we can't say that um, a Benoni is somebody who's like a half-half kind of person. Half of the time he's good, half the time he's bad. Like that's that's not what a Benoni is. That wouldn't make sense because if that was the case, how could it be that Rabba thought of himself as a Benoni? Because we know that Rabba, he was the type of person, I mean, he was he was a very, very holy man. He never sp stopped speaking Torah so much to the point that the angel of death wasn't able to rule over him. Like the angel of death had no power over him and, and he was just learning all the time. So so this is the type of person who's half good, half bad. Like, what does that mean? It can't be that half of his deeds were good, half of his deeds were bad. It seems like all of his deeds were good. And not only that, if we were to say that a Benoni is somebody who is half the time good, half the time bad, it also doesn't make sense because when somebody is engaged in a sin, God forbid, at that moment that they're engaged in that sin, they're considered to be a complete Rasha. They're considered to be, it's like that moment you you put a screenshot on that person, that is a Rasha. That's a wicked person. And then the good news is that after that person does tshuva, then at that moment when they're doing tshuva, they're called a completely righteous person, a Tzadi Gamor. And even if somebody even violates like a minor prohibition of the rabbis, they're called a Rasha. This is explained in the Gemara in Yavamos chapter two and in Nida chapter one. So this is spoken about like it, every single precept of the Torah is very specific and very serious, even if it seems like something minor. And if a person, God forbid, violates it at that moment, they're considered to be a, a Rasha. Even if somebody um, has the opportunity to warn a person against sinning and doesn't do this, they're also called a Rasha, according to uh, the Gemara in Masechet Shavuos, chapter six. So, so it's like this is starting to sound really intense. That there, you know, any little mistake a person does, they can they at that moment fall into the category of a Rasha. Um, even if a person neglects to to uh, do a positive thing. So it's like, it's not necessarily that they did anything wrong per se, like that they violated any prohibition, but even neglecting to do something good. So for example, let's say somebody, uh, this is specific to men who have the ob obligation to learn Torah all the time. If a man has the opportunity to learn Torah and they neglect to do this, they're out of laziness or whatever it is, and uh, just being neglectful, this is also considered to be a, a sin, and this is in the category at that moment they're considered to be a Russia to such an extent that the Gemara in Masechet Sanhedrin, page 99a, said that to such a person who neglects Torah study in that way, um, they actually there's a there's a um, they they're worthy of excommunication. It's they bring down a citation from Bamidbar chapter 15, verse 31, where it says, that because he this person neglected the word of God, they should be cut off from the Jewish people. God forbid, you know? So it's like, it, we thus see that, um, that, uh, that there are many ways to be a Russia. There are more, many paths to 
uh, falling, so to speak, into this category of a Russia. And so thus, um, we well, then thus we go back to this category of the Benoni. So thus we know a Benoni cannot be, a Benoni is not a Russia. So a Benoni cannot be somebody who sometimes messes up, sometimes does does the wrong thing and goes violates the Torah. It, it has to be somebody who, who who never violates anything in the Torah, which is why, which is how we can understand that uh, Rabbah did consider himself to be a Benoni. So this is officially where today's episode ends. There's a little note at the end, which I'll get to, but just to take a moment here to understand this. So the main point to take away from here is this idea that being a Benoni is a pretty high level. Like the fact that Rabbah considered himself to be a Benoni means that um, that being a Benoni is not so simple. It's something that is, is somebody who doesn't ever sin ever at all, which brings the obvious question, if that's what a Benoni is, what's a Tzadik, right? And we'll, we'll get to all of that and more soon. And the Alter Rebbe, being very meticulous and very detail-oriented, he uh, concludes today with actually a, a note from the Zohar, um, a note addressing something in the Zohar, rather, where in the Zohar, there's a, there's a place in the Zohar, in the third part of the Zohar on page 231, where it where there's a classification of a tzaddik as being somebody who is, whose sins are few. So, and this is the question that Rav Hamnuna had to Eliyahu, is he said that, you know, that it, it seems like that, um, a tzaddik is somebody whose sins are few, which means, which seems to imply that uh, that um, that tzaddikim do sin. They just don't sin that much, which would seem to contradict what it is that we've been learning, because we know that a tzaddik is on a higher level than a benoni. If we're saying that a benoni never sins, how could we say that a tzaddik sometimes sins, right? But then we see that Eliyahu answers Rav Hamnuna, and um, and he gives him this definition of a tzaddik viralo, a tzaddik who is bad for him, um, and he gives the Ramahemna's definition of a tzaddik, um, uh, namely a tzaddik viralo, a tzaddik who it is bad for him, which if you recall, as we learned earlier, Ramahemna and Parshant it said that a tzaddik viralo, a tzaddik and it is bad for him, is somebody who the evil within them is subjugated to the good. And um, and the Torah has 70 faces to it. That's that's how the altar of it concludes today. So um, meaning to say that as we'll see in Tanya, this is going to come up many times. Um, there are many ways of looking at different issues, different things that come up. And lots of times we see, even in today, we looked at, you know, many different uh, citations that seemingly contradict one another and there are ways to resolve them by kind of delving deeper and so they're not actual contradictions they're all just different faces different angles of looking at the Torah so that's it for today so I hope you enjoyed this and so just again in conclusion the, our main takeaway here is that we're trying to figure out the right way to live our lives how is it that we're supposed to live our lives are we supposed to be tzaddikim are we supposed to be benonim are we supposed to um, see ourselves as rashaim as evil people are we not supposed to see ourselves as evil people what is this all about and we came the only conclusion that we did come to is that being a benoni which as a hint in the title of this safer of a safer shall benoni is somewhat going to be applicable to us being a benoni is not so simple and being a benoni is a pretty high level if to the to the uh, given the fact that Rabbi himself considered himself to be a benoni and it seems like he never committed a sin ever in his life so to be continued and we'll continue tomorrow when we get deeper into this and hopefully get some clarity on all of these questions that we brought up today i'll speak to you then thanks for listening to the it is top podcast hosted by sarit switzer 
This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzchak ben Benjamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.